0: Today's show is sponsored by DistilleryProducts.com, your number one source for laser etched customized glassware. If you're a distillery, you probably already know about them. If you're a bourbon group or a store, what are you waiting for? Reach out to me. I'd love to get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicki, all the folks over at DistilleryProducts.com. They hook us up with glasses. We want them to hook you up with glasses, too. Because they're really good. I mean, it's the good stuff. It's not going to come off when you put it through the dishwasher, if that's how you wash your glasses because this is deep cut into your glass they have all sorts of things besides glens they have glens too but branch out check out some of the other stuff they have i love the perfect dram find them at distilleryproducts.com feel free to reach out to me i'd love to get you in touch with them today's show is also sponsored by our friends over at orca Coords, cool and they're gonna help you make this the coolest summer ever you know why because Every dad wants an awesome cooler to have at the barbecue if you're camping, no matter where you're going, and they have it. You want to be the envy of your barbecue party? Go ahead and do it. They have an orca barrel tumbler i mean the thing looks like a whiskey barrel it's stainless steel it is the perfect vessel for your top shelf whiskey or any beverage the orca barrel will keep your drink cool and fresh for up to 24 hours too so like you could leave it there out in the hot sun all day it's gonna be okay orca coolers are also a necessity for the summer backyard get-togethers lake days and everything in between they're roto molded and have integrated insulation so they're going to retain ice for days on end. I know this because I've tried it. Go to OrcaCoolers.com and use the code DADS20 for 20% off your order. That is OrcaCoolers.com. Use code DADS20. You're going to get 20% off your order. Orca for all of life's adventures. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends over at Action Twenty Four Seven, and if you want action, get in on the action with Action Twenty Four Seven, Tennessee's only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. I mean, I could tell you there's other sports going on right now. I could tell you that there is NBA, there's NHL, there's soccer, there's table tennis, but y'all know it's March Madness. So I know what you're doing. Use code Dads One Hundred. They will match up to hundred bucks of your first deposit. They have all sorts of other cool things with promotions going on and things if you bet on soccer or if you bet on the NHL. I mean, but it's March Madness. So go to Action247.com. You never know what is going to happen. That is what I love about March, and that's what I love about March Madness. Who's going to be the Cinderella this year? Get in on the action with Action247. Use code DADS100. Well, Zeke, we got to get to it. I'm on vacation. I'm going to be editing this show while I'm on vacation. I'm actually leaving for vacation tomorrow morning. This show will come out Wednesday, but I will have to edit this while I'm at Disney world. So you better not talk too much.
1: Well, you say in vacation over and over and over, it just reminds me of uh, one of the scenes from one of my all-time favorite movies, Beverly Hills cop. When they just keep uh, berating him and asking him questions, how he ended up in Beverly Hills from Detroit. (laughs) He just keeps looking at him and going, I said I'm on vacation.
0: Hello everyone my name is John Edwards and with me as always is Zeke Baker and together we make the dad's Drink of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day I am on vacation I'm at like two places at once right now I'm talking to you while I'm meeting with Mickey it's kind of a crazy thing
1: so, have you decided what you're going to wear um, tonight? You do the the Cinderella supper thing, jigger?
0: No, but I will tell you right now that I absolutely said I'm not wearing one of those Disney
1: Dad shirts.
0: Why? I'm not going to wear those customized shirts that says
1: like Disney Dad. I know why. They don't have the the customization they don't have the you customiz- can't even say
0: customization you're gonna try and troll my ass shut
1: up they don't have the customizable options you require these days such as one size for the trunk and a smaller size for the arms
0: listen i am not editing this to make you sound good right there i'm gonna leave that in there with you sounding <laughs> That's like shit the
1: big word damn
0: it <laughs> customization's a big word
1: well, customizable being converted into customizations—two big words.
0: Listen, you use big words all day at the pharmacy, and you can't say customizable.
1: I mean, I I do, and <laughs> so random and funny, kind of. I had to uh, send a question into the Kentucky Board of Pharmacy. I got to get licensed there for work, and so I send off this question because I just the thing on the application. An hour later, I get a call back on my cell, and it's no caller ID. So I, I'm just like, ah, that's in My work, i You know, I'm 50-50 on those to begin with. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, hello, it's like Hi, uh, Mr. Baker. Uh, this is so-and-so from the Kentucky State Board of Pharmacy. Oh, shit. Professional voice, <laughs> professionals. Hi, how are you today? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my aide keeps answering my damn phone.
0: <laughs> You're like, listen, my Georgia side picked up the phone. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> And by the way, I don't have a smaller size sleeve than I do. I mean, if you saw me, it's just the angle. My belly still shows in my shirts. It's okay. And I will be wearing distillery shirts walking around Disney because that's how I roll.
1: Well, just wear something that, uh, that reads good. It's probably going to be uh, trending toward warm and humid, I think.
0: It's going to be like 90 degrees down there thankfully everything closes early i asked our friends over at the podcast because they do a podcast about walt disney world and i asked them if they had any tips and tricks and i was told that the lines for food are ridiculous and people have been ordering through the app and it still sometimes takes an hour to get food so i think that's going to be the biggest thing i got to worry about because nobody likes a hungry big cat
1: I mean, certain parks have more options. Best I remember. Again, it, it's been a few years, but I, I, I will say I had some fun excursions down there in the single days on a like a, a three or four day date trip.
0: This is coming out on St. Patrick's Day, actually. It's funny that this podcast will be released, and I'm not going to get to talk like this, but typically we would have an Irish whiskey. We don't have an Irish whiskey today. What I will tell you, though, is that I planned it out that I'm going to be at Epcot on St. Patrick's Day. So I definitely will be drinking around the world.
1: But will you be able to complete it?
0: Son, you see my size. I'm going to be fine.
1: It's not a light challenge, I promise you. I went there in my heyday and struggled.
0: I mean, let's be honest, with the kid, there's no way I'm going to be able to complete it. (laughs)
1: Hey, Graham Yarnay slushy. Really? France is the best. Yeah, France. They got grandma slushies or uh, like Mr. Belvedere Icy's.
0: Yeah, there's no way. I mean, I'm going to be lucky if I get two drinks in over the course of eight hours, you know?
1: Glad I went before the kiddos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, tonight we are drinking Detling. It is Alabama bourbon, and it is cast strength, single barrel, 54.5% ABV, 109 proof. It's aged at least three years. And Zeke, this is six grained. It's not four grain, it's not five grain, it is
1: six grain bourbon. Did the people from the great state of Alabama get a little confused?
0: I kind of think of it, you know, like in something about Mary, when he does seven-minute abs. The guy's like, what's your plan? He picks up the hitchhiker, and the guy's like, what's your plan? He's like, seven-minute
1: abs. Have you
0: ever seen eight-minute abs? It's one minute better. And it's like, this is two grains better.
1: But the numbers are going in the opposite direction. They went higher instead of lower.
0: Yeah, but... It's the fact that seven was one better than eight because it was less time. In that instance, it was better to have a lower number. But in. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, that'd be like playing golf versus basketball.
0: I see this one is over your head. Let's move on.
1: You know, I think with numbers and analyzing things.
0: Yeah, I know how you think. But this is a field to bottle bourbon born in South Alabama and is Alabama bourbon, according to the label. They use six different grains in their match that's all the information i have on
1: this so real quick again what was that that first part were you saying this is like distilled in alabama or somebody there just came up with it couldn't tell if you were like trying to subtly hint at something or or just reading what was on the sheet
0: no just reading what was on the sheet i mean now we didn't get an actual sheet with this i'm going on the interwebs but if you go to detlings 1867.com this is aged at least three years in new american oak number three char barrels these barrels are handpicked by seth detling for extended aging these barrels tend to come from the upper portions of the rickhouse which experience the greatest temperatures the extreme dark color now that's something i want to stop on because it is super dark Dark for a three-year-old whiskey and the richness of the whiskey shows the potential for bourbon aged in the Alabama
1: climate. I mean, it might be dark for people from Alabama.
0: If you look at this bottle, are you looking at this for (laughs) three-year-old whiskey? That's super dark.
1: Well, if you think back to, you know, a conversation we had with Mr. Heath Clark some time ago. I remember him giving us a time frame of how much color the juice picked up as far as like early on. And I feel like he said in the first six months, the majority of the color that's imparted from the barrel into the white dog happens that fast.
0: I don't know. I mean, if you go to certain walls at certain distilleries, you could see the aging process and see how dark it gets. It's still kind of, I mean, look at MGP three year MGP is not this dark.
1: I mean, I'm just telling you what's in my glass. It don't look no different than other whiskey I've had in a long time.
0: Well, your ass can't even talk. I can't imagine that you could see. Have you been checked for glasses?
1: I got 2010.
0: Huh. Also, about Detling, founded in early 2014 by Seth and Vicky Detling, Biggest Gambia Spirits set out to build a family-owned distillery capable of challenging our favorite spirit categories with exceptional ingredients and processes. Biggest Gambia Spirits is currently building additional capacity to meet future needs and the staff handles the final third of the agricultural process while moving towards a 100% in-house farming operation in the near future. That's a little bit about them. With all of our straight bourbon whiskeys, a majority of the grains are grown in Alabama. Only full-size barrels crafted from multi-year, air-cured American oak staves are used for all of their whiskeys. They take no shortcuts at any point in the process. The extreme Alabama heat does the rest. Any other questions you have on this whiskey before we say what we thought of it?
1: I can't think. Oh, what are the six grains? You go through that?
0: It does not say. What kind of shit is that? I'm just telling you, it does not
1: say. I mean, I get that Colonel Sanders ain't going to tell us, you know, what 23 or six uh, herbs and spices are in his chicken. Was it 26 for Kentucky Fried and 23 for Dr. Pepper? 23 for Dr. Pepper, yeah. I feel like 26 is the other number. I think that's Kentucky Fried. Either way, how do you like tout something but not say what they are? I mean, you don't have to. I can see you not disclosing maybe your mash bill, but even then, that's kind of less than whatever. I don't know. But putting something on the label like that, but then not even saying what they are just seems odd for lack of a ruder word
0: it says detling is made from locally grown corn plus five other grains such as rye and oats but it does not say such as
1: such, that's such as. a fake word i does not even mean they're in there that just means you can be talking about a competitor product
0: well it's not a fake word it's a real word it's just i'm looking at other places 53 gallon cooperage it's a yellow white corn hybrid that's non-gmo He chose this corn, he told Michael Veach that he chose this corn because he believes it makes the best cornbread he has ever eaten. In addition to the corn, he uses rye, oats, roasted wheat malt, roasted rye malt, and roasted barley malt. The flavoring grains make up about 30% of the mash bill, and the malts are all beer malts. The rye and the oats are bakery-quality grains. He changed his barrel entry proof as he learned how the whiskey ages in Alabama. He started at 105, then went to 107, and is now at 110.
1: wonder if a um, a pinch of sugar goes in with each barrel as well. Pop's always told me the key to the cornbread is this extra pinch of sugar. It's not ever on the, the recipe, but you just got to know to do it.
0: Anyways, what did you think about this one, buddy?
1: Nose-wise, on a a fast take here, since you're expediting (laughs) us. I picked up, and this is pretty random, but corn initially. Then I felt like it kind of reminded me of smelling like a Bellini, and I literally think I smelled peach fuzz. Not like when you're an adolescent, but like the fuzz off of some rice peaches you know sometimes you kind of want to note what you don't pick up depending on what kind of stats you're given but this being a a cash strength product i didn't pick up any heat or alcohol sensories at all i mean it doesn't burn the nose it's not ethanol forward you know i think for something three and a half years it's cash strength that's kind of noteworthy in my book some days palette wise i'm honestly still kind of moving through this. So I, I may kick back something else at you after I uh, give these initial notes and then you have a turn at the plate. But again, similar to the nose, it, it's definitely corn forward at first, then it gets kind of grainy. I don't mean that in a gritty sense, it's just you can kind of tell the fundamental aspects of it being a younger distilled product. I wouldn't say it's sawdusty. And that's why I put grainy was to try and differentiate that. I don't necessarily love the word, but Oh well, and it's definitely kind of got a you know tea leaf type property. As far as you you get some sweets and a little bit of earthy flavor, it's definitely an unsweet tea and, and kind of um, that type of organic herbaceous, possibly medicinal kind of thing.
0: Fair enough, and I think you and I are going to be very similar with a lot of this. The only thing I would really add, I mean, I agree with you. It's a hundred percent corn forward. I get a lot of corn just kind of on the nose and on the the palate the only thing i think i would differ with you on is kind of mid mid palate i get a little bit of a chalky mouth feel then it kind of goes away i almost get like it's like a thick syrup or like a thick coffee something with this too like there's an overwhelming taste and then it goes to chalky and then that taste comes back in the finish and it's thick it's syrupy it's it's not just like a uh, but i mean for 109 proof there's absolutely no heat on this whatsoever i think if this is something that's your jam and you like the the taste of this it's going to be something that you would be surprised at how easy it goes down if you dig that kind of stuff if you dig corn i mean you have to be able to deal with the chalky mouth feel you know we all know that that is something that is one of those things like corn for you the second i get a chalky mouth feel it's not my jam and i just am really big on mouth feel i like like a creamy mouthfeel more than anything. I definitely am digging the whole concept of what they're doing down there. I also know they're trying to figure out Alabama heat still and they're still tweaking things. I can't wait to see what they do with this in the future. I also know that I just don't like a chalky mouthfeel.
1: Yeah. That definitely hits two thirds into the tongue for me. And that that's really the only kind or the only time that you can kind of get more than I would say a a subtle hint at a very youthful product at it being somewhat higher proof. And to that coffee note, I mean, I kind of get it and I see where it like is similar, but I think it's much more of like a malted oat kind of thing. And it almost reminds me more of those um, no-bake cookies. If you get some of those for like the chocolate isn't as forward as whatever the other thing is in those oats, I guess. Isn't that what goes in those things? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, It really reminds me of those things the more I, I kind of think about it. Cause at first I, I had coffee as a, you know, a question mark and it's definitely kind of grainy like that. And that's kind of where I got the tea leaf thing, but uh, definitely reminds me of those, uh, you know, no baked cookies. And, and if uh, somebody puts too many of the the oats or whatever in there, not enough, the, the milk chocolate.
0: No, I mean, and as you say that, and as we figured out, I mean, that note I put down was before we dug and figured out what those six grains were. So I was still like, I don't know. Do we, yeah I, t- I just told you. all six? Yes. did you not listen?
1: Uh, where do you get these rhetorical questions?
0: Corn, rye, oats, roasted wheat malt, roasted rye malt, and roasted barley malt.
1: Uh, um that I, I turned off after you, you told me the, the the some examples of or whatever however you worded that.
0: <laughs> I didn't I read it. You're like, however you worded it, I read it off of the web.
1: I mean, I think that's a a marketing fail. We don't have to spend any time on that, but I mean, if you're going to tout six grains and put it on your bottle, why wouldn't you list them? I mean, even if it doesn't amount to a hill of beans, put it on there. Somebody's going to think it looks cool. Look, these guys have this, 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 and this in their whiskey. This is what sets it apart and makes it different. I mean, I don't know. I just think you can't put one on there without the other. Fair. Again, it's not going to change what's in the bottle or change the juice, but. If we're going to talk about it, I I just feel like both would have to be on there.
0: So what do you think about this overall?
1: It's easily a fair product. I would assume with water that dry aspect may go away. Uh, We didn't do it here, obviously, but it's also young. It should get better, more rounded as a product. The fact it's in 53 gallons, I think definitely helps because you don't get any aspects of, of just those smaller barrels that can be you know, very nuancy. And also if you're trying to put out a single barrel or let somebody pick one, more importantly, your window for that just moves or closes so much faster because the product's going to change so much faster. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed by any means to, to seeing where this goes. And in a couple of years, if it's, you know, rounded some corners, uh, some of the, you know, finishing, you know, so to speak aspects are there. I don't mean like a finished barrel, but like most things, time seems to help. Three and a half years is young by anyone's standards.
0: Now they do have a bottled and bond that will be coming out. So that's kind of cool. I agree with you. I mean, I think they're going to figure things out a little bit. I think they're going to figure things out as time goes on. I really like aspects of this and I don't want to hide that. I mean, there's aspects of this that I'm digging, but like the second it's one of those things where it's like the second I get that chalky mouthfeel, I'm like, all right, I'm out
1: yeah i mean and it's there and everybody's gonna pick that up differently the nose is kind of funny though like did you get that like peachy aspect to it i really do i I swear i keep smelling bellinis no
0: i'm totally with you only thing i will say on this is the price of this is 69.99 so that is a little high for a young whiskey where it's at i mean six
1: grains can't be as cheap as three or four
0: no, and I agree that the production cost is gonna be a little bit more right there.
1: Um, but no, regardless, I, I'm with you. Uh that, that would be steeper than I would want to uh shill out of my own pocket for. Um, but I, for three and a half years, I, I would definitely say it's something to, you know, keep an eye on and see where it uh where and how it develops.
0: I'm right there with you. Can't wait to hear more about it. Thank you, Seth, for sending this our way. We really appreciate it. Find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dad's, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Chances are you already have because you're listening to us right now. Zeke, where else can the folks find us?
1: Well, I am still in good old Nashville, Tennessee, and the big cat is meandering and/or carrying his now uh, happy fifth birthday, Sophia. Around uh, one of the Disney amusement parks.
0: And I'm not bringing a stroller, so chances are she's on my shoulders. Cheers.
1: What, what about a hover round? No. Nah.
0: <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> I said it for you. You got to say it now.
1: Ciao.